0: Uh, Right, ladies and gentlemen, are we ready or not? Tell me when we're ready. We're ready. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a new era. It is a new year. And more than that, this is a new podcast radio show. So, welcome to the program. Here we are again, the James Well Radio Show, broadcasting from, uh, it's a couple, some people say from my bedroom. I, I noticed the other day, I actually don't do this from my bedroom. It's from a cupboard under the stairs. Uh, and very cozy it is too. Uh, I'm sitting here, 270 odd miles away from me is Rob in the main studio. Rob? That's because I can't fit in the cupboard under the stairs with you. True. And I have got a very nice cup of coffee on the go here, and if I want to walk out and go into my kitchen and get another one, I can. Mm. why Why would anybody do radio shows from anywhere other than the cupboard under your stairs? I don't know. the acoustics are not too bad under the stairs. No, no. if I put a if I put a blanket over my head and the microphone, it would sound great. Still, Never mind. Um, welcome to the program. If you just joined us, this is the James Whale Radio Show. It's produced by Rob. Um, and we just tell you that because if we don't tell you that, he'd want paying, and there's absolutely no chance he's going to get paid. Uh, he gets jelly tots on a monthly allowance, and that seems to do him. And, uh, and the occasional Big Mac. Yes. Actually, I'm, uh, maybe we should try and get McDonald's as a sponsor for the program. I'd rather KFC. Would you? Yeah. Dirty chicken. Well, I'm not bothered about what it's done in its previous life. <laughs> no. No, well, that's what they call it, isn't it? Dirty chicken. I'm not really sure why. A dirt, I'd like a dirty burger or some dirty chicken. That's what those those strange people uh, called hipsters refer to, this sort of thing. Oh, I see. Well, I'm not going to be yeah. one of them. Yeah. I've never understood the, the, what, what, what the great um, uh, attraction to being a hipster is, it's impossible for me to be one of them. Why? I can't grow a full beard. Oh, yes. I mean, it, it, to be a hipster, you could be mistaken for a rabbi, I suppose, or or maybe uh, a country music or hillbilly. I suppose that that is the, the fashion look that they're going for, kind of rabbi-hillbilly look. Lumberjack. I'm a lumberjack and I'm all right. I'd, no, I bet not. <laughs> It's quite rude, that song, isn't it? Uh, bits of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome to the program. Here we are. Uh, program number. I do know, I think this is about the 175th program uh, that we've done. And, <coughs> excuse me, for those of you who've never listened before, well, uh, this is a program that we do once a week. It's an hour long. And if you go on our website at James Whale Radio co dot I'm going to cough again. Excuse me, one moment. You do uh, put in a sound effect while I cough. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yeah. 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 Did you? Yeah, I put in a sound. Did good. you manage to do something? Yeah, good. I did. Fine. I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk isn't it it dot uk, isn't it? It is indeed. Yes. Yes, good. I'm just checking you're listening. And uh, and there we are, 175 programmes, 175 hours uh, for your perusal. It's like my own radio station, really, isn't it? Well, it is. We could turn it into a 24-hour station, just put them all on a loop. Why don't we do that? That would involve effort on my part. Well, uh, next week I want to find out that we have a station, W-H-A-L-E, broadcasting 24 hours a day of me. I will try. That'd be funny. I'll try it. You're listening to station W-H-A-L-E, the broadcast sound of the Great Blue Whale. I like that. Yeah. Imagine uh, some, some uh, alien spacecraft out there just approaching the planet, and they manage to tune into that, and they'll think that's all there is here. They probably already have the show, you know, already. Well, I imagine they do. I mean, presumably, radio, once we've done it, it just goes out into the ether and never stops, doesn't it? Continuously, yes. I wonder where it reaches. I wonder if it actually ever goes anywhere, sort of, I mean, gets to sort of, I don't know. I mean, just is there any out there, maybe there's some, some craft out there collecting all the programs and rebroadcasting them to other worlds? That's true. <laughs> if there was a spacecraft out there capturing all the radio waves... Then, mm. then it would stop at one point, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, the TV, they must be able to get those as well. Doesn't TV just go into the ether as well? Yeah, apparently Coronation Street's quite good. Where? In space. Oh, right. On Venus or somewhere. I don't think they get Coronation Street on Venus. The uh, digital signal doesn't really get that far. Well, that's a shame. Uh, anyway, it's an interesting thought, this, though, isn't it, really? Hmm. Yeah, no, I think it is. Um, So anyway, there we are. As I said before, you can get 175 hours. Um, Some programs actually have special guests on. We've got uh, people up there like, um, well, we've got Nigel Farage up there. We've got Jerry Hayes up there. We've got Yvette Fielding up there. We've got uh, Boy George up there. We've got... um, well, it's so long since we started doing this, I can't remember. It'd be quite fun to go back and listen to some of the programs we started off doing, wouldn't it? Yeah, some are better than others. I beg your pardon? Some shows are better than others. How can they be better? What are you talking about? Some shows are better than others. They're all brilliant. What are you talking about? All right, then, some shows are more brilliant than others. Well, that's right. And there's a, actually, there's a, an hour's uh, show there in conversation. David Lloyd interviewed me the other day. Have you heard that? I heard the first 15 minutes. No, did you get bored? No, I ran out of time. Well, I think we should put that app on our radio station as well. Yep, I'll do that. David Lloyd. What's it called? its I can't remember. He's done a few. It's a conversation with James Whale, I think. Hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, what are we going to talk about on today's show? Well, I suppose there are two main topics and we might get to those a bit later on, but, uh, the, the main topic, I suppose that, um, I was talking about, you know, I've got a show on talk radio Monday to Thursday from seven o'clock in the evening. Don't you? You never said no. Yeah. Uh, talk radio seven o'clock Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, and funnily enough, that old guy, Ash, I used to do a program with many years ago is still in the studio where I left him eight years ago. I wondered where you went to on those times. Yeah. Yeah. And then Saturday morning, I'm still doing, uh, one for the BBC broadcast via BBC Radio Kent, uh, from 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning, um, until the BBC find out they're actually employing me and then they'll probably stop. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. What? That you're still there. Yeah, yeah, but you get you just get the tuning app on your uh, on your your piece. Pardon? <laughs> well, you know your piece, your PC or your phone or your um, your your tablet or whatever your piece. Yes. Okay. No, no. I mean, I've, thought, I've just referred to the, all the technology as my piece. You know, my laptop or my computer or my phone or my whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just a piece of technology. It's my piece, isn't it? My piece. Get it on your piece. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so those are those are live shows. You can hear this show. Well, this show, while we're doing it, this is live. But, of course, like everything else, I mean, if you wanted to go back and listen to last night's programme um, on talk radio, which actually I got sidetracked in uh, in what you should wear. What you should wear? Well, you know, uh, a, a woman brought this case against being uh, uh, told she could not work for a firm because she wasn't wearing high heels. Right. And uh, So I got, um, I, I, you know, I got uh, Stringfellow on to talk about high heels because he knows about that as well. Um, and then we got a few people on of Barristers and everybody else talk, arguing about whether you should be told what to wear when you go to work. Right. And... Forget high heels for a moment. I personally quite like to wear them if I can get away with it. But, uh, uh, you know, because sometimes they could damage you. But but just uh, there's two points to this, and I, I find it very difficult to come to terms with it. One is nobody, nobody is going to tell me what I may or may not wear. Um, but, I, I, you know, I don't think I'm embarrassing. I, I, I've been on television a few times recently, and I think what I wear is okay. Um, some people say I look a bit like Harry Hill. Those shoes last night were a bit shocking. Why they were bright red? Yeah, well, they matched the dog's harness. Did you not notice that? I color oh, coordinated my you. shoes okay. to go with the dog. You were an accessory to the dog, I got okay. yes, yes, yeah, please. Anyway, most of the time I was sitting behind a desk, so you wouldn't have noticed, but mm. you know, um, I. I wouldn't want to be told what to wear. Obviously, there is appropriate clothing for certain times, but, and here's the big but, if I was employing somebody, or when I have been employing somebody, I will actually tell them what I think they should be wearing when they come to work. Right, yeah. You know, and if you turned up, uh, for argument's sake, if I was employing you to work in a restaurant, if you turned up dressed uh, as if you were... um, I don't know. If you were dressed in any way other than the way that I, as the owner of the business, deemed suitable, I'd send you home or sack you. Yeah, okay. Do you think that's fair? Yeah. I'm I'm a bit concerned about the fashion industry, though. Mike, what about it? What if this ruling gets passed that you can't enforce, like, clothing and footwear on your staff? What's going to happen in the fashion industry, especially the footwear industry, when they have to walk down a catwalk and someone says, I'm not wearing high heels? And well, they, they wouldn't last as a model. Yeah, but you couldn't sack them. Why not? Because the law would be passed that you couldn't sack them over oh, what they it's were a, wearing. It's never going to be a law. It's a bloody stupid law. It's a bloody stupid idea as well. Mm. You can't tell... You know, if, if you turned up for a job in a restaurant with love and hate tattooed across your forehead... Um, and, uh, I don't know, uh, something tattooed on the back of each hand, and, and the owner said, I'm sorry, but you can't work here. You put off my customers. And you could actually feel affronted. Well, it's my civil liberty and my personal right to have tattoos and do what I want. And and some people would say, yeah, it is. You can't just tell them because, you, you know, it's the same way. that, And this, you've got, I've got to be very careful here, but the same way that if you are incredibly ugly, say you are... 30, probably 30 stone, you wouldn't be able to work as a waiter or a waitress, would you? But maybe, maybe you're, you know, you're grossly fat and ugly, right? Mm. And you wanted to get a job in a restaurant as a waiter or even in a shop serving customers, anywhere with an interface. That's a fashionable word now. An interface between you and the public. And if you were quite disgusting, um, you might not get the job. It would hinder you. It would, wouldn't it? Because, hmm. you know, some people say, oh, I didn't get a job because somebody said I was fat. Is that fair? The love or hate thing in a restaurant might be handy for reviewing the food. No, I don't think it would be. I think, you know, I, I actually think that uh, <laughs> it's terrible to say It's I'm, When I'm saying this, I'm thinking this is shocking, but there are certain jobs where, I mean, you've got a shop. Yeah. If you had somebody frightening looking yeah, coming in your shop, mm. you, you would not actually employ them, would you? Yeah, but I work there, so I've set the standards very low. Well, yes, I was thinking that, and I was thinking that this was a very good and a bad analogy to really talk about. But anyway, I mean, it is this whole thing that if you work in a certain office and um, if I, for argument's sake, I think it was Peter Stringfellow said to me last night when we were having a slightly serious chat about this, he said, if I turned up to a solicitor or an accountant and I went into their office and their receptionist was badly dressed and a bit scruffy, I would consider that was a reflection of the firm that they were a bit scruffy and didn't really care that much, and I would walk out. It's a bit like a friend of mine who works in the construction industry, and he has to have a car that's less than three years old, otherwise he loses his job. Why? Because when he drives around on the different building sites and whatever, it's a reflection on the business. Yeah. So if he drives around in an old banger, they assume mm. that you know, he's not being paid much, and his building firm's not very big. Well, then presumably the building firm contribute to the uh, motor that he drives. Oh, yeah, he gets a driving allowance. Yeah. Oh well, there we are. That's absolutely as it should be. Hmm. Although you know, I bought this Mercedes the other day. How's it going? Well, it's got touch wood. It's not made of wood. Um, is it? It's got what? It's not made of wood, is it? No, it's not made of wood. Hopefully, uh, three grand. Yeah, um, three grand. 100,000 miles on it, it's going all right. Why would you pay fortunes for a nice car like that? It's in black. The colour makes all the difference. Well, no, it just, you know, looks all right. Looks okay. Yeah. My car was only a £1,000. Yeah. Well, I mean, over the years, I've spent masses of money on on cars, and you think, oh, yeah, buy a new car, be great, yeah. and it won't, nothing will go wrong. But quite frankly, I've I've had, you know, cars last a long time with me and they they as long as you keep them serviced properly they go on you know every now and then you might have to uh buy a new bit for the car you might need to to uh, you know i don't know bits like the suspension or bits go wrong on cars but then often if you buy a new car you could be it could be costing you sort of on financing unless you're lucky enough to be able to pay for it right off and then some people say it's not worth it even if you could you know a couple of hundred quid a month on a car Well, that mounts up over the year, doesn't it? Yeah, when you buy a new car, you have to look after it, and you're sort of obliged to look after a new car, aren't you? You've got to get it serviced, you've got to put water in it. Well, you've got to get any car serviced, haven't you? You've got to get an old car through the MOT. I've never serviced any car that I've had. Well, not you. You take it to a a mechanic and they service it. No, I take it to a mechanic and they do an MOT, and they do a repair. Yeah, but if the MOT fails, you've got to get it done. Well, that's a repair. It's not really a service, is it? Well, don't you have a... You see, on my new Mercedes, Mm £3,000, 10 years old, I think a bit of a bargain myself, it's got a computer and everything in it, and it tells you when it needs a service. Yeah, but that computer cost you an extra £2,000. What are you talking about? Well, my car doesn't have that. Yeah, but your car's a shitty little car. (laughs) Yes, but Mine's a Mercedes. What are you talking about? You have to keep getting your serviced. I don't have to keep getting it serviced every time it's, it's, it says on the computer at the moment needs another service in 6,000 miles. It's that the computer's scamming you. Send it back. Don't be silly. The computer's the car. The car's the computer. It's like the mind of the car. Yeah, well, get a car without a computer in it and it won't cost you so much. Oh, for goodness sake, don't be ridiculous. I bet you haven't even got electric windows. Oh, I've got electric windows and I've got a heater in this car. Well, I've got electric windows, I've got a heater, and I've just put in a DAB radio, so beat that. I've got Siri in my car. I've got Siri in my car. It's on my phone. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> in fact, the other day, in fact, Siri is better than uh, a satnav. nav uh, Yes, well, Google Maps is better than a satnav. Because I've stopped using the sat-nav because quite often if I get lost and you think you've got to pull over and then, you know, blah, blah, blah. With Siri, you just say, Siri, can you find me the uh, best route to so-and-so? I think Siri would go, where's so-and-so, wouldn't it? No, I said, no, well, yes. But, I mean, I had to go to Elstree Street Studios the other day and I was a bit lost, so I just sort of got the phone. Said, Siri, can you tell me the best way from here to Boreham Wood? And it does the route and then guides you round. Yeah, and if, when you get out of the car, you click the, uh, the walk <laughs> mode and it tells you how to walk to it. Well, another good idea. I mean, does that cost you the same as a phone call or what? It's free. It's free? It's in your plan. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's in your The only you? problem is, of course, I have to keep the phone um, powered up. Yeah, it does use the battery a bit. But if you've got it charging mm. while you're driving, that's fine. Well, I always stick it on. When I'm in the car, if you'll excuse the expression. I will. Yeah. Actually, what I must do is get a... You know, I've got that little wallet you sent me for uh, for my phone. Oh, the one that looks like a Bible. Yeah. 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 Well, I must have had that a while because it's all ripped up the back now. I want one. And I'm going to find one. Mrs. W got one. I want one that you can put your phone in. It's It's magnetic. So that it's easy, you just take the phone out of the the, uh, the wallet Yeah. because I don't carry, I just carry the, my cards and anything I need in the wallet of the phone. Mm-hmm. And then you can put it in the holder in the car. Correct. Do you see what I'm saying here? I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying here? Because when it's in this wallet thing here, it's a bit of a faff to take it in and out, isn't it? I have that issue. I can't get it in and out quick enough. No. So if I, hang on, I've got the phone here. If I, if to get this phone out of this one is a, well, it's difficult. Do you know what I mean? And then when you do get it out, Um, it just flops on the floor. Yeah. Well, when you get it out, it can't, I can't get the flipping thing out. So I want one. Mrs. W got one, but I don't know where she got it from. I'll have to ask her, but it's, it's a magnetic bit. So it sticks to it. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. Are you, you're with me here, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm always with you. Good, good. So, um, so anyway, um, I want to get one of those. You haven't got any in stock, have you? I have, I think. Have you? Uh, yeah. I'll, why I'll... did you send me one which looked like a Bible last time? Well, I've got to get rid of the naff stock that nobody wants, haven't I? But do you know, I had a feeling about that, because people keep saying, why have you got a little Bible with you? <laughs> oh, dear. I've got a nice pink one. I don't want a pink one. I want a black one. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'll send you a nice black one. Well, I tell you what. Do me a favour. See if you can send me. I need. I need a a, a new thing for the car as well. A new thing. Oh, a new uh... holder. 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 For holder. putting it in. You know, fun. When you. You know what I mean? Why are you making it so difficult? Don't you just? What the... do they call it when you stick it in the thing? A pocket. No, not a pocket. When you stick it in... You know when you've got to have a... a, a You you put your phone on the little thing that sticks on the windscreen. Yeah. What's that called? Oh, a sucker. No, the thing that holds it. A cradle. A A cradle, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, I need one of those. Why? Because I broke the other one. Yeah, but you've got Bluetooth. Why would you want to stick the phone on something? Oh, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. It just stays in your pocket. Yeah, no, no, that is a good point. That is a very good point. Unless, of course, you want to charge the phone, then you have to take it out of your pocket. Well, yeah, but I've got that little thing that sticks into the WhatsApp and sticks into the phone, doesn't it? It's just finding finding somewhere to put the phone so it doesn't keep falling on the floor. Haven't you got one of them flappy things that you open between the, the seats? A flappy thing, <laughs> yeah. you, know, the, no, you know. I haven't got a flappy thing that opens the armrest thing. Yeah, but if I'm using it as a sat nav, oh, so yeah, that makes sense. You can't. Where use am I supposed <laughs> to put it so I can see it? You can't use a sat nav in your pocket. I suppose that's fair enough. So you want no? To, you want a you want a cradle then? Well, yeah, I just thought it would be safer thing to have. So you want a cradle for a Nokia? No, it's an iPhone, isn't it? iphone 5s is it you're doing this on purpose i might be (laughs) we don't have to tell yeah i think you bloody well are i'm just trying to give me a bloody thing that looks like a stupid looks like a a bible even with a little thing on the front there people think i'm carrying around a little bible with me oh hang on oh i've got no that's all my assistant will get it yeah i'm fascinated to know who it is don't you know who your assistant is no, I know who my assistant is, that my assistant has... Uh, Mrs. W has answered the phone in the oh, other room. I see. OK. So you want a red phone case to match your shoes, then? No, I don't want... Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Should we just play some music? Oh, yeah, go on, then. What have we got? Done, because, quite frankly, I was going to talk about serious stuff here, and I've got waylaid with, with ridiculous sort of whatever, and we're almost, you know, halfway through the programme, and I've been talking about... Uh, Well, you've been... Ah, dear, oh dear, dear. Uh, Paul Menel and the Essentials. And hey, did you hear about Paul?
1: that her mother had won the house became a home when the children were born pressed pause on his dreaming though it pricked him like a thorn new ones came along with the family fall she said we gotta move from the city played the stranger danger hand his business now was booming and yet he met her demand. He just couldn't settle there A stranger in a strange land He felt their love shifting like sand And if a chance to live a former life came He took it. hand and Hey, did you hear about Paul? It's not the same, you know Not the same at all
0: Essentials. Hey did you hear about Paul taking from the forthcoming album Spare Parts for Broken Hearts. i quite like that. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, quite like that. If you want to be on the show, uh, get in touch. You know how to get in touch with the program James Whale Radio at gmail.com. Repeat after me. Okay, say something then. James Whale Radio at gmail.com. James Whale Radio at gmail.com. Fantastic. And while you're uh, doing that, look around the website, of course, jameswellradio.co.uk. Pop into the shop, buy yourself a James Whale baseball hat, or even a sweatshirt, or a polo shirt, or a mug, or even a copy of Almost a Celebrity, which is now becoming a collector's item. Yes. Yes, yeah. Um, so, uh, you saw me on Big Brother the other day with Daisy May. I did, I did, I did. Good. Good. As long as everybody did. Did I tell you I had a radio show, by the way, on talk radio now? Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Now, let's talk about the big, uh, the big we've talked I about. Mean, I don't know how I got sidetracked on that, what you wear at work. We ought to throw that out, actually, when I think about it. We should throw that out to the people on Facebook and see what they think, shouldn't we? It's a good idea, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did throw up this question, though, and we should talk about this. How do you feel Trump's first week as leader of the free world is going? Uh, Has he done anything good or bad to sway your opinion? Andy uh, says he's invited Theresa May over already, so that's good news. Yeah, but Andy, what's he going to do with Theresa May? You know, he's not actually going to offer any kind of... Are you messing around with my computer? No, I... uh... I, I see that that was that was me that time I was tapped because I could see that little that little um, thing the musical symbol jump up and down yeah I was I was touching your end yeah well yeah. don't leave it alone for goodness sake um so yeah uh yeah it's not going to do any kind of um deals apparently he wants people in America to make it and people in America to buy it yeah that's a yeah. reasonable request yeah Uh, Simon Hutchinson says, so far so good I like him or hate him well I particularly dislike him but there we are Uh, he's getting on with the job and signing those executive orders a population of over 360 million and he came out the winner the losers and their supporters only have themselves to blame things need to change and maybe Trump is the man to do it yeah well of course he's a really nice man he treats people in a very uh, respectful manner And he has now, of course, signed an executive order to take away any state funding uh, of any family planning clinics or anywhere that uh, supports abortion around the world. And this is the man, of course, uh, who said he thought that women should be prosecuted if they ever had an abortion. He's an absolute pillock. Uh, Steve Riley says anybody that can upset so many lefties and weirdos. Uh, in such a short t- time must be doing something right. Well, you must be mad as well, Steve, because uh, I'm not a left or a weirdo unless you really want to step outside for a few moments, Steve. Um, I, uh, you know, this the man's an idiot. If There are parallels to be drawn between him, his rhetoric, and dictators around the world. Ivor Williams says, I got f- flamed right from his announcement that he was going to run for president. I said he would win. And I've lost a few Facebook friends over the past 18 months as a result. Reagan got laughed at, but he's now considered to be one of the better U.S. presidents. I don't think he is, but there we are. Can you imagine what crap would have come with a Clinton win? She had an agenda that would have only led to more conflict in the Middle East. Couldn't agree with you more either, but I don't like either of them. And here we go back to what uh, Simon said, 360 million people in America and Trump and Clinton are the best they could come up with. Doesn't say much for the country, does it? Eh? Uh, Thomas Johnson said he's proved that there are as many gullible idiots in the UK as there are in America. Yeah. Uh, Lottie Perry says, a breath of fresh air, that's what more governments need. Are you completely mad, Lottie? Uh, Gary Thomas says, um, or Gary Thomas Stewart, great to see him do a big F.U. to the biased liars in mainstream media, who labelled the working-class Yanks deplorable and also Brits who voted Brexit racist idiots. Hey, Gary, I'm surprised you're still listening to this programme. You're a pillock. Thomas Johnson, so far, he's signed to end women's rights to choose, lied that it stopped raining when he started to speak, uh, when he could actually see the rain still falling, lied that there were a million and a half people at his inauguration, when everybody could see that there were not, and also started after uh, the Muslims and Mexicans. Apparently, lies are not lies anymore, but alternative facts. He's crazy, and he's got the button to start a nuclear war. Thomas, I think you're really right. You should talk to that uh, Gary uh, Thomas Stewart, who is obviously not um, not well. Um, and Lottie Perry's come back again. Can't be worse than our government. Where we Oh, I suppose you're a made-up person, Lottie, really. Carl uh, Frost uh, has done more in a week than our shower have done in years. Yeah, what worries me... i tell you what worries me, Robbo. Mm-hmm. It's that they are quite a lot of... Oh, I better not use that word. Um, there are quite a lot of worrying people who actually... Uh, you see, this is why... Despots like Hitler and others managed to come to power, and people say it would never happen again, because there are lots of very gullible, fairly stupid, thick people who, when you get, I could do it. My, I could, I could become, uh, a, a, you know, I, I, it's easy to do. You can what you offer people what they want. You tell people you're going to make their life better. You tell people that it isn't you that has caused the troubles in your life. It's these other people over here. They're the ones and we're going to get rid of those people. We're going to make sure that people respect each other. We're going to make sure people get decent amounts of money. We're going to make sure people get jobs. We're going to make sure that your life is better than it was before. You vote for me. I'm going to make sure that you have schooling for your children, you have housing for your children, you have work for your family i'm going to make sure that no other people come into this country and take that away from us i am going to make sure that tomorrow is better than yesterday and better than today i am going to make sure that what you want is what you're going to have because if you choose me to lead you i know what you want i am going to make the sunshine 365 days a year in fact i'm going to make the sunshine 385 days a year just to show i can and and so it goes on and people are gullible, and people get taken in. I'm not suggesting for one moment politicians should be allowed to get, they have to be controlled, and that is what democracy is all about. But a heck of a lot of people don't bother to vote. People got caught up. You know, not, uh, not everybody that voted to leave the European Union is racist, but an awful lot of people um, feel that they actually uh, are in a situation they are because it's not their fault. Well, tends, we tend to get what we deserve in life, don't we? I usually do. Yeah, and you know, we look around the world today, and don't get me going, but you look around the world today, and you see the amount of people who are throwing themselves into the Mediterranean to get away from a war that ostensibly was caused by the West, um, and 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 you know, and it doesn't take far to get into in in into the web to find pictures of children in Syria lying dead and mutilated on the street. Somebody sent me one the other day. I felt ill for a week afterwards. And and to, to show that you know, we talk about we have laser guided weapons, we have intelligent munitions. We don't. We don't really. Because all war kills innocent people. And and we've got these people running and trying to find asylum. And what, what are we doing? We say we don't want them here. No, we don't no, no, we don't want them here not that we have many here, and then people turn around and, and and for some strange reason recently, the polls have been picked on. You know, we, we don't want polls here. No, no, we don't want Eastern You know, I, I actually think the European Union should not have expanded to the extent that it did and opened its doors to everybody in Europe uh, when it expanded the way it did. It shouldn't have done that because it has resulted in the situation we're in now. And to be fair, the way it's going now, you could see a war in Europe before long. I mean, there's a war going on in the Ukraine, and that's not a million miles away from it. We had a terrible war in the Balkans, um, and that was not a million miles away. And it could happen again. It could get even closer. Is that what we want? Is that really what we want for our children and for our grandchildren? I don't think so. What we want is a world where maybe countries live in harmony rather than in anger. And we won't get that if we keep on with this nationalism crap that people go on about. You know, and the thickies wrapping themselves in the flag of St. George and stomping around the street like they're Nazis. We don't need that either. We need somebody to point out to them that they're probably very thick and don't even understand what the history of the Crusader flag is. You know, we've got people behaving like they're in the Middle Ages in the Middle East, um, carrying out beheadings and crucifixions, and we have to stop that. Absolutely, we have to stop that. But the way we're going about it ain't going to do it, I can assure you. And so, my friends, I bring you to this point where uh, a lot of people think, of course, if they uh, they blame somebody else, blame the foreigners, blame someone else, uh, their lives will be better. They won't. Actually, think on this. Uh, the Poles who came over here during the Second World War and fought against the Germans helped us win the war. There are, around this country, many uh, war memorials dedicated to the fallen Polish fighters who helped in the Second World War. Uh, Lisa J. Gordon says he's doing well, talking about Trump, scrapping TPP, uh, which has uh, was applauded by Bernie Saunders, getting up a committee to look at the link between autism and vaccine, setting up tough lobbying laws to drain the swamp. What is draining the swamp? What does that mean? He has already brought back manufacturing jobs before he even got in. Absolutely hasn't. I look forward to more sensible talk with uh, Russia instead of the ridiculous ramping up the tension. Well, I agree with that. And I love the way he calls CNN fake news. For years, they have been liberal propaganda outfits. I love the way he invited independent bloggers into the White House press room. The big corporate medias have had too much of a stranglehold on news for too long And another excellent move is to crack down on the extortion racket that is Big Farmers, not to mention his willingness to fast back a deal with the UK. I think you mean fast track. I don't know, Lisa, what sort of deal you think he's going to do with the UK. I don't really know what, apart from a bit of marmite and some chocolate, we make that the Americans want. It's just, you know, it's just bizarre. The stuff that's going on uh and if you're worried about the media being um uh not giving you a real picture don't just look at the BBC don't just look at Sky don't just look at Fox or CNN look at media from other worlds look at Al Jazeera look at uh Russia look at all the other media outlets and then you might get a more balanced picture oh dear oh dear and a lot of journalists get bored with stories as well, and then they tend to knock them off the the, the front page. You know, a few weeks ago we were talking about the, the the death and the mayhem going on in Syria, and it hasn't been in our papers for ages. But, hey, it's still going on. It's still going on. People are being bombed in their hospitals and in their schools. It is still going on, and we don't talk about it. Right, okay, I've got that out of my system. If you want to uh, let me know your thoughts, go on Facebook. Um Better than that, of course, I always like to read out the odd angry email. So why don't you send me an email, JamesWellradio at gmail.com. You want to get in touch, JamesWellradio at gmail.com. Um, and to all those of you listening to us on Audio Boom, apparently a lot of Audio Boomers around. Audio Boom's doing Sky as well now. So you can listen to this and then you can listen to Sky and then you can uh, you can go and listen to all sorts of other things. Now, shall we uh, shall we do tech talk? Yeah, we can do uh, a couple of things. Yeah, good. We could talk about the uh, Digital Economy Bill. Um, it's not another thing that Trump's doing, is it? No, this is a British thing. Uh-huh. It's basically, you know, um, those porn sites on the internet? Mm. They want to introduce age verification. Right. So that uh, to protect children, et cetera, you're beeping again. Why did your uh-huh. phone always beep when I'm talking? I don't know. I don't know why that beeped. What was it? I don't know. Everything's turned off around here. That's true. So, yeah, so um, they're going to try and introduce age verification, which is going to present a few problems, in that the only way that you can verify your age is either your passport, your driving licence, or bank details, which would mean that uh, for every website that you want to go and look at some um, pornography, you would have to maybe scan in your passport, send them a copy of it, or (laughs) log in with your uh, bank details, so that you can actually view... So I think this could be the end of pornography in the UK on the internet. Now, how can it be when you can get it free, can't you? And you don't have to log into any site. You suddenly find it, you know, start finding dubious people following you on on, uh, Facebook. Well, the thing is, your ISP, your internet service provider, is going to block all pornography websites that don't have the age verification mechanism in place. Good about time. I'm fed up on Facebook seeing uh, Jeanette wants you as a friend. You click on, and suddenly there's this woman suggesting you should uh, send her money. Do mm. you get that quite a lot? See, I have. I I thought the other day that it actually might be you posing as Barbara. I'm not Barbara. No, you're Cynthia. I realise that now. Uh, I'm not Cynthia. I'm the other. You're one. not Cynthia. I'm the other one. Oh, okay. Um. Right. Well, I think, you know, it's probably a good idea because some it's it's not, you know, so much the pornography, but, you know, some pretty violent, nasty stuff. You know, people can go and look at executions and things like that, can't they? And I think those should be stopped as well. Yes. Naughty grannies. What? Did I say that out loud? Um, I think you did. Let's move on. Um, So that's uh, going to happen. That'll be uh, interesting. A warning announcement now. If you own a a HP laptop, you may have a faulty battery that might explode. What? So there's a warning for Uh, 101,000 laptop batteries sold in US, Canada and Mexico have got a recall on them. HP? HP, yeah. The battery's actually made by Panasonic, apparently. But uh, they're in HP laptops. Another good reason to build the wall. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Samsung have uh, confirmed that there definitely is a battery issue in their old phone that used to explode. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they've realized that. It hasn't taken them that long, has it? Mm. Mm. Uh, Films? Yeah, go on. Films? Uh, I've been to see the film Split. Have you seen that? No. (laughs) What's that about? Uh, It's a film starring uh, James McAvoy. He's he's, he's a guy that's got a split personality. He's got uh, 23 personalities. God. And he kidnaps uh, some people, and obviously it's a suspense thriller film, and there is an emerging 24th personality. What I want to know is, does he get paid... 23 times. Per personality. What a mm. good idea. Yes. But you enjoyed it or you didn't? I actually really enjoyed it. I'll give it a four star. And this weekend I'm going to see a film called Sing. Sing? Yeah, it's like a cartoon of X Factor with pigs oh. and, and animals singing. Oh, God, no, I can't be asked with that. What a ridiculous thing. What a ridiculous thing. Um, right, uh, I've got now... Um, <laughs> I've got the secret of happiness apparently discovered by scientists alright, yeah but I thought what we'll do, I'll finish the programme with that so stay tuned for that um, and it's it. You, everybody can achieve it happiness and I'll tell you how at the end of the programme uh, before that, shall we do the questions we can, I've heard that uh, Tim Peake is returning to space, so there's good news for everyone yes, why is that good news? well he's not on the planet anymore yeah, oh, right, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah it, But then when he goes to space He's going to end up telling everybody he's in space again Oh, yeah Yeah, you see there's a, there's a, there, You might think there's a silver lining to everything But there's not All right, let's do the question You've depressed me Okay. No, yeah, I'm sorry about that Yeah Okay, so who's, uh, who's uh, doing the questions uh, for us this week? Do you want me to read them or can you manage? You can't take my job away from me No, okay, all right I'm just I'm thinking because not- you know you have problems in reading But go on I might have to join a union and then complain Yeah, you might. Uh, Erica North. Ah, the lovely Erica North, yes. Uh, Why did the man who named the lanes on a motorway, inside and outside, get them the wrong way round? Surely the inside of the road should be on the inside and the outside should be next to the curb. Miss you, JW, two small kisses. Uh, Erica North, of course, well known for her appearances on uh, Heart and uh, now on uh, BBC Radio Kent. I think in the afternoon you can find Erica North. Um, Well, the outside lane is the outside lane, isn't it? I always thought the outside lane was on the outside lane uh, nearest the barrier. And the inside lane, surely, is on the inside next to the pavement. So haven't you got it the wrong way round, Erica? Do you know what? I'm confused as well, because I don't know what the inside lane and the outside lane is, and, and I've just come to the... But con- the inside lane is the one nearest to the bloody pavement, isn't it? And the outside is nearest to the central reservation or the white line. Uh, that's what she's saying. She's saying that that's what it is, but it should be the other way around. What, the outside lane should be next to the pavement? Yeah, because it's on the outside. No, she's not. Hang on, hang on. She said, "Why did the man in amber get the wrong side inside her side?" Right? Surely the inside of the road should be on the inside, and the outside should be next to the curb. Yeah, that's what she's saying. It should no, be. No, what are you talking about? The outside is the outside. The outside is nearest the white line. That's outside. The inside is inside, nearest to the pavement. No, if you were, if it was a box and you wanted to go inside, you would go in the middle, wouldn't you, of the box? So the inside should be near where the crash barriers are, down the middle of the motorway. No, that is the outside. That is the outside. The inside is nearest to the pavement. Whoever, whoever in their right mind would think it should be the other way round. Can I phrase it a different way then? If I said I was stood outside the M1, right, I would be on the pavement. If I said I was stood inside in the middle of the M1, I'd be in the middle of the road. So that's the inside. You're absolutely barking bloody mad. Of course not. If you said I was standing outside the M1, I'd think you were a nutcase anyway. But if you're saying I'm standing at... You would be standing at the side. Tonight, when you go inside your house... You're going to be standing Hmm. on the pavement. And when you go outside your house, you'll be in your sitting room. When I go outside of the house, I go away from where I am. Yeah. When I go inside, I go inside. When I'm driving along the road, inside is where I would get out of my car, which would be nearest the pavement. That would be the inside when I get outside, I go away from the pavement, and the further I go away from the pavement will be the outside. Now, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going through this anymore. And if you can't handle that, to be quite honest, you and Erica and anyone else shouldn't be on the roads. So when you're inside... You- I'm not explaining it again because I've just explained it so that every rational human being can understand. And if you can't, you ought not to be driving. Now, come on, I've got to go. I don't do motorways. Obviously not, Uh, nor should Erica. Les Bush. Made up name. Yeah, go on. Why is there a D in fridge and not in refrigerator? Um, I think there should be, shouldn't there? Refrigerator should have a D in it. You're spelling it wrong, mate. Move on. Uh, Anthony Ryan. Does your chewing gum lose its flavour on the bedpost overnight? No. No. Next. Um, Rob James, when two planes almost collide, why did he call it a near miss? Surely it's a near hit. No, because it was a miss and the two planes were near. Uh, you're as stupid as Erica North. Move on. Jeff Samuel, who is the real James Whale? Me. Are you sure about that? Positive. Move on. Paul Roscoe, I thought of one last night. If we have a truth serum, why do not the police use it? If we have a truth serum, why don't police use it to see... If criminals are lying or not, is the full question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Because it doesn't work. Graham Hughes, are the two, I'm going to change that to bankers, from Jedward actually the same person? Are the two in Jedward actually the same person? No, they're not. They are both as annoying and as childish as each other. And remember, remember, they're 25 years old and trying to behave like 10 years old. There's something radically wrong with them. Uh, and Just a, a word of warning. We haven't spoken about um, Big Brother, of course, except Daisy May and I on, a bit on the side the other night. My good friend, um, James Cosmo. Of course, there's an interview on our website you can see and hear. Yes, there is, yeah. Of James Cosmo. Go to uh, James well Radio at uh, jameswellradio.co.uk and you can see there's a video up there of, of an interview I did with him a couple of years ago and we've also got um, him on the show, haven't we? Yeah. Um, so, uh, he could win and I'd like you all to vote for him next Friday. I think he will win. Well, he might do. He might do. Although he did say, I'll, beat I'll bite your nose off. He did. Um, yeah. To uh, I think it was to, to Spidey. Spidey, yeah. The bloke, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, annoying. Very annoying. Anyway, moving on. Paul Smith, if I was blind and heard a crime being committed, would I be an ear witness in court? Yeah. Christina Duggins, why cyclists never win the lottery? She wants to know. She doesn't at all. I'd wish... Listen, the question, luckily I've got them on my laptop here, it says, why psychics never win the lottery? You stupid pillock. I thought it was a bit of a strange pause you did then. I'll I'll read it out again. Uh, No, leave it. Move on. (laughs) Let everybody hear just how stupid you are. I'm rushing through. Um, Anthony Price, when does the watershed end? That's a good question. When does the watershed end? I suppose at six o'clock the following day. I don't know. Yeah, six o'clock the following day. Uh, Deborah Ball, will Sir Alan Sugar be our next Prime Minister? There's a very, very good chance. Watch this space. David Dale, hmm. if you can't feed a mogwai after midnight, when exactly can you feed them? It's always after midnight. Yeah, mogwai feeding time. Mogwai feeding time. Okay, and Mark Summers, can you cry underwater? Only if you're stupid. Or someone pokes you in the eye. Yeah. And uh, and you you'd you know, I wouldn't try it. I really wouldn't try it. Um, now I've got to dash because I've got to take one of the dogs have a little check up at the vets. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. Um, so scientists have discovered the secret to happiness, and I want to share it with you before we finish the program. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. The more and now I want you to try this as well, Rob. Now. Well, when when you feel you want to, be happy. Okay. Uh, The secret of happiness, okay, it's stripping off and getting naked. The more time you spend naked or partially disrobed, the happier humans will be. And I just want to share with you that I have actually, actually done this whole program completely naked. No wonder you turned your camera off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we are, there, and I feel great. So if you want uh, the secret to eternal happiness, take everything off now and just sit there completely and utterly naked.